Hi everyone, welcome to Raised on Movies. Please join us as we talk about Demolition Man. If you have any questions about sex helmets, the franchise wars, or what the hell's up with those three seashells, now's the time. All right, let's get to it. Hello, everyone. My name is Gabriel. <laughs> I'm John. And John is eating Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Because uh, Taco Bell won the franchise wars. Obviously, before we come into this podcast, right, let me get a napkin. We both watched this movie to get and refresh our memories on it. And uh, apparently, there's this. Uh, we watched two different versions, and we're not going to call it the. Demolition Man, the Taco Bell version, and Demolition Man, the Pizza Hut version. I watched the Taco Bell version. John, you watched the... I watched the international version, which is the Pizza <coughs> Hut version. And why is that? So when the movie came out in theaters, there's the scene where they say, oh, let's go to Taco Bell, which was, according to the movie, there was a thing called The Franchise Wars, where I guess all the restaurants fought it out. Taco Bell won, so all restaurants are now Taco Bell. And it's obviously a plug, right? right? It's supposed to be in there to make you go to Taco Bell. But in the international version, it was a plug for Pizza Hut. But they're both owned by the same company, Pepsi. Pepsi owns them both. So it's, I guess they felt like internationally they needed to put Pizza Hut because I guess foreigners eat pizza and they don't eat tacos? I don't know if foreigner is the right word I want to use there. <laughs> People that uh, outside of America... The international community? The international community? Maybe. I don't know. This movie also, like, killed it in the international market. It cost $57 million to make the movie, and it made 150 overseas. The Taco Bell version and the... Pizza Hut version. ...of Demolition Man, which, by the way, stars Sylvester Stallone and... Sandra Bullock. I was going to say Wesley Snipes, but I guess... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was Wesley Snipes. But I could, it's kind of like, this is like her first movie where she kind of started becoming, like, a leading lady. Speed came out in 94, a year after this movie. Oh, okay. That's when she really got... That's when we, people were like, okay. I guess we'll start taking her seriously. Yeah, okay. But not for Demolition Man. So, <clears throat> Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock, and a bunch of other actors as well. There's a, a quite Benjamin a bit, Bratt, a bunch of people are in this. Uh, quite a few cameos. Um, we have uh, Jack Black in there. Jack who, Black played one of the Wasteland guys, right? Yeah, one, yeah. Of, one of the California Love Mad Max type underworld <laughs> The, the CD Underworld? The CD Underworld, as they, they had a, the Deaths of Wasteland, as they called it. Um, I guess now I'm just, just going to describe it as the Mad Max area. Yeah, I like it. So Everyone was living above Thunderdome. All right. I think we should now go on to uh, our segment of uh, Internet Facts. Internet Facts? Or if it's on the internet. It must be true. Yep. <laughs> so, Simon Phoenix... Wesley Snipes' character had two different color eyes in the movie. Did you notice that? He had blue and brown eyes. Yes, I did. I didn't notice that. Whatever. In in Kuwait, this movie was known as Rambo the Destroyer. Why? Because Rambo was a huge hit internationally. And so they thought it would resonate well. They call it Rambo the Destroyer. This movie actually took place, was filmed a year after the last Rambo came out. Rambo 5 came out in, in 1992. There is a Rambo reference in the movie by Wesley Snipes. 
at the museum where he's uh, he takes one of the weapons or grenades. He's like, "Excuse me, Rambo, I need this." Yeah, Wesley Snipes had a pretty good career for this movie. Like he started this movie came out in nineteen. 19- 93 and just before that Wesley Snipes was in White Man Can't Jump. Remember that one? I do. 92 came out. It's the one where they're hustlers right? Yeah. and they have a, was it, was it Rosie something with that annoying ass voice? Oh yeah, she's in it. Rosie Perez? I think so. New Jack City came out in 1992? Yeah, it, it was Rosie Perez. New Jack City, that's uh, Wesley Snipes, right? Wesley Snipes, He's yeah. the, the lead in that. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Rambo 5 came out in 1999, three years before this movie came out. Before Rambo the Destroyer? Rambo the Destroyer. The movie that came out before this, starring that you would see in theaters, starring Sylvester Stallone, was Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, which was a movie that was not well received. Sandra Bullock was not the first choice for the movie. Uh, Lori Petter, Peter, was going to be in the movie. She was famous for being in the movie Cadillac Man, which is a great movie. Mm. She was in Point Break, League of Their Own. But she... Oh, the the, the almost cast. Yeah, she was she was originally going to play. What's her... Huxley, what's her name? Uh, yeah, Lenina, I think it's Lenina Huxley. Lenina Huxley. Yeah, she was Huxley, cast, cast, and they started Huxley. filming it, but she dropped out. The rumor is because of creative differences. Okay. I feel like... You shouldn't have that many creative differences when a, for a movie like this. Yeah, she's, she couldn't understand why you need three seashells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all the interesting internet facts I could find. I'm sure there's more out there. There's more, but most of it's just kind of, you know, gossipy things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent most of my time researching the Pepsi... The Pepsi Taco Bell Taco Bell and they also own KFC. No, Pepsi Taco Bell, the Taco Bell Pizza Hut. Yeah, franchise war. We have a the annoying Rob Schneider. Oh, this is like I think this was the start of Rod Schneider and Special Sloan being together in movies because they were in Judge Dredd together, right? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and I don't remember it now. So having spe- having Rod Schneider be like the plucky sidekick, you can see it kind of starting in this movie. There's a uh, Dennis Leary in here as oh, well. Oh, Dennis Leary. And then we also have we also have a uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. That's how I will always know him. I know he was a governor, but to me, he's Jesse the Body Ventura from WWF. And you're some of you're like, uh, don't you be WWE? No, no, I meant WWF. And I think a lot of people would rather remember him as the body versus the <laughs> governor. There were a bunch of people. Who was the what actor played his the the old guy that said that Sylvester Stallone knew before he went in? Uh. <clears throat> I just know him from the people under the stairs. Yeah, he's in every like Sandra Bullock movie, isn't he? He's like the I'm gonna I'm gonna call him uh, Discount Morgan Freeman. Discount Morgan Freeman. There you go. He's kind of has has a voice, and he's there to kind of fill you in and like ask questions for the audience. Okay. He's like, is that John Spartan? Yeah, he was. He, he was the young pilot in the beginning of the film. Oh, the one that dropped him out of the helicopter. Yeah, when he says, like, remember when commercial airlines used to land in LAX? Bunch of cameos. Uh, weird, I want to say, plug for the international market versus uh, domestic. Yeah. I think this is kind of when, because mov- movies nowadays are all about international sales. So they're all made, shot overseas, using China money. And this was kind of like... <laughs> China money. China money. This is kind of <laughs> like the start of that. I, or maybe like... 
a part like a like a, a road map i guess like a like a sign along the way because demolition man made like i said it was 57 to make it it made 58 in the u.s i guess if it made 100 million then i'm sure it grossed and made its money <clears throat> it's made its money back um i know where there's a lot of topics we're going to want to cover one of them we're just going to go right into it the three seashells the three seashells do you have an answer? How does it work? How's it supposed to work? Um, so there's is... no definitive answer. However, I guess there was an interview with Sylvester Stallone, and he said the three he imagines the three seashells kind of work like chopsticks, where there's these two of them to remove the waste product and then one to clean over whatever's remaining. Yeah, I don't, so I feel like that's not soft. I, I feel like he's... that's a lot more work than paper, right? Yeah, but they sure make fun of it. They're like, they used to wad up paper. To... But, which I guess it makes sense. Like, I mean, at least, like, I feel like they would have a bidet in the future, maybe, but. Because sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like. How can this go faster? Why am I going to put paper up my butt? Well, you're not supposed to put it up. It's supposed to well, it's wipe. You got to get it clean. And just, and then I feel like I have to tell you that it's uh, front to back, not back are, to front. <laughs> some people in the office have been talking and we need <laughs> Maybe you could use the three seashells. <laughs> so they're disposable shells or? Well, they, in his apartment bathroom, they look like they were semi-permanent, right? Yeah, they look like maybe like they, they opened up and uh, some light came out or something. I don't know. Some, <clears throat> some magical ray beams come out. Right. Other things that stand out besides uh, three seashells that Wait. we're apparently never going to have a clear answer on. So I guess... The three seashells, like uh, what's the uh, one of the facts I found online was Daniel Water, who wrote part of the movie, said he called up one of his friends because he wanted to put something futuristic in the bathroom. And he called his friend who was on the toilet and happened to see a bowl of seashells, like decorated seashells. And that's how the three seashells came to be. Next, what, the, what else stood out to you in this in this movie? I just like the, the 90s idea of having like an action hero have a title. Like he's Demolition Man, like everyone has to have like a, a like a, a name, like almost like a superpower, like a superhero name. I feel his his regular name wasn't that bad, John Spartan. That's such a great name. They could have been called the Spartan Hero, Future Spartan, Past Spartan. No, well, Demolition Tomorrow Man, Spartan. Demolition Man is pretty kick ass though. Yeah, but it's just because uh, he blows a, up stuff, so it's kind of just giving a name to that like that that trope of demolishes of everything. demolishing everything. Like I'm about to do to the bathroom after Taco Bell. And I don't know about you, but I I felt that a uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, I could really understand all, everything he said. Yeah, that's a first. I guess we can just jump right into this as well. The the fines. Oh, the, the, oh yeah, yeah. The verbal morality statute, I guess, fines or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, by my count, what was it I told you? Like about 50-something? 50 50-something, 50 yeah. Cases of, uh, of violations of this moral statute. Mm-hmm. Um, but did that include, because uh, that only happened when they were by the sensors, right? Like when they were in the car, I noticed it didn't buzz. And when they were underground, it didn't buzz. Well, underground, I can, it makes sense why it wouldn't buzz. But also, yeah. um, they were watching an old video of John Spartan when he rescued that little girl. And the little girl was asked by a reporter, uh, the, not the little girl, but the reporter asked Sylvester Stallone. And it was like, hey, how do you feel about demolishing uh, X amount of property damage? When this girl's ransom was only worth twenty five thousand, and she said, "You can clear her say, fuck you, lady.'" Yeah, she's like, "Fuck you too, lady." <laughs> uh, but I didn't hear a little buzzer go off, so I guess it's only—it's a smart system. It only knows if it's uh, you saying it versus like 
TV recording. So if you want to swear, you have to pre-record yourself. Pre-record it, but then somebody would hear you when you were recording. Unless you do it in the car or underground. Go underground. It's a lot of work to fucking swear. Yeah, but think about how gratifying it is when what? nobody else can do that. They're what not going to be able to sing. as a swear? Uh, funny, funny you should mention that I did write down <laughs> every, every, sing- every okay every single instance, but... Uh, Hell was a swear, which I was... I was surprised at that. So is damn. Damn, okay. The most reoccurring one is uh, shit and fuck. Shit and fuck, okay. That's the one that I keep seeing over and over. Let me see here. Oh, here's an interesting one that was on there. Ball breaking. Ball breaking was a swear? Ball breaking was a swear word when he went to collect paper to use for toilet paper. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, in that order, he said, uh, shit brain, fuck, man, I can't, fuck something. Ball breaking, duck fucking, pain in the ass. Mm. Duck fucking. How many dings did that get him? Did I just like... It was about... He got five on that one. Okay. Five. And so what do you suppose how much each of these... Uh, it's one credit, right? Each one? Oh, they're, they're based on credits now? Oh, yeah, because they don't have any currency. They said, no, you're fined one credit oh. like when they come out. What do you think the one credit is equivalent to now? I don't know. Like, how, or how many credits do you get paid? Like, is that a lot of money? See, that's one of these things that keeps cr- people in poverty. <laughs> Not being able to swear. <laughs> what else did you find interesting about the future? Um, <clears throat> I liked how they had self-driving cars. Like, looking back at it now, I'm like, that's so futuristic. And now it's just like, well, yeah, that's pretty. And now Teslas are driving off the road. Yeah. That the road. Uber's doing Pittsburgh, I guess. They have self-driving cars there now, so. No, no, no. Let's go back to the beginning. And uh, in this scenario, 1996 is a war zone. It's a war zone because of all the riots. Right. So we're in 2016 and 20 years later from where this movie takes place. We've, we've rebuilt. <laughs> we've rebuilt. Okay. So when we first see... Uh, John Spartan, he rappels down into the top of a building. By a bungee cord. Or something. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't have a rifle. He doesn't have uh, some kick-ass guns. What does he have in his hand? A handgun. Oh, right, right, okay. So, I mean, I get it. He's badass, but. Come on. Maybe a rifle or something? Because well, or... you have to set him up as being the most badass. Right. And, but uh, he kills everybody but he like hesitates to kill Wesley Snipes well he beats everybody up so I don't know if he really kills them yeah well I mean come on if you hit someone in the head that that, that that's gonna cause permanent brain damage I guess oh, 90s 90s sorry alright so now on to Wesley Snipes character Simon oh. Phoenix oh Wesley Snipes I feel, feel like you had an interesting tidbit that you were telling me about uh, his hair choices <laughs> uh, I don't know I feel oh. like his wardrobe choice was made all maybe influenced by this one thing. Well, the, the rumor that was flying around, which I think is just a rumor, but in it, what, if it's on the internet... It must be true. It must be true. Was that... Uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. The guy from The Bulls. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman stole his um, outfit or kind of his uh, hairstyle to use for... His whole persona, it seems like. His whole persona. Right. I don't know if I believe that one or not. I'm going I'm to run with it. It seems very plausible. Mm. The hair, the time, just kind of... I, I feel like he wouldn't even have fit in the '90s. I guess. I guess that could be like a like at the time, Wesley Snipes would have been seen as like because he's he's not like he's a cool villain. He's very likable in his villainness, even though he's like doesn't do anything redeemable. It's just a flat out villain. Yeah, we don't. Uh, he's just into in for it for chaos. Yeah, but. he has no motivation to do anything. He just kind of does it. 
So you would say he's not a well-rounded character? He's not a well-rounded character. He's, he's more like one of those, like, a force of nature kind of bad guys. Yeah. Like, he's just there just to show how evil he is. He's kind of witty. I, I like his comments there. And Yeah, he's witty. He's like, I, I, I told, the, told the cops not to come down here. I told the postman not to come here. But the goddamn bus drivers didn't get it through their head. And I was like, what is wrong with these bus drivers? He's like, I understand you have to, you know, drive your route, I guess. But if the cops aren't going down there... And they're not delivering mail. There's absolutely no reason for you to go down there. Yep. So this whole thing goes down, matter of minutes, and they're both uh, going to jail. Oh, yeah. One of the things Demolition Man did manage to predict was Wesley Snipes goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so they got that right. Well, not as bad. You know, tax evasion isn't as badass as killing everybody, but it's close. It's pretty close. It's close. What do you think of the freezing process and the fact that... Uh, the guy that does it is called Smithers. Which is awesome. But the whole time I'm looking at it, because I'm thinking like, oh, how would this work in the real world? And I feel like it's really inefficient. Like, you, they're in these huge tubes of this goo, which I'm sure is expensive goo. Like, it's not cheap goo, because it's not water. It's also not like a like a jello, but it's definitely gooish. Oh, one thing that's interesting was uh, there was a shot when the when Special Stallone is in the goo in the beginning when they're thawing him out. And uh, we saw his penis. Mm, is it like a quick one, like, of, really one quick. of those uh, Fight Club type penis yeah, shots? Yeah, but it's just kind of. Well, I mean, it's like a, basically it's like a kind of blurry outline, but you can make it out. But it's just one of those things that's kind of rare in the days to show male genitalia in movies. Yeah. I so mean, did uh, did Austin Powers get this whole thing from this movie? No, I think it was mostly from like a other from like, a 007 movie or yeah, and a few others. Like, where did they freeze anybody from that? Well, I think the whole idea of cryogenically freezing people was like kind of like this, like a big idea people had. Okay, so I, like, I, I always, I always thought that Austin Powers got it from Demolition Man. Oh and, no, I thought it was like a, it was like a, like there's like a rumor that Walt Disney's head was frozen cryogenically. I've heard that rumor. I yeah, just, I'm gonna stick with my story that Austin Powers, guy from Demolition Man, and voice is very similar to. Thawing okay. process complete. Evacuation. Com- yeah, evacuate. it's possible. I'm a, that's that's what I'm going with. And I don't care if you show me facts. <laughs> I don't need your facts. Your facts are not getting to get in my way of my beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like liquefied KY. Yeah, if you can yeah. like, like reduce it a little bit. Or... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they, they're, he's basically in like a, a sex lube tub. I also wanted to know, what happens when you start swallowing it? Because these guys are clearly drowning at one point. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think it has to be like all around them, maybe kind of in them. So I think they're supposed to maybe swallow. But it just seems like, why would there be so much empty space in that room for all the extra tube? Like if I was the bureaucrat there, I'd be like, let's make that circle a little smaller. Like there's no reason to have all that extra room in there. We I think save I think, a few gallons. I think they maybe figured it out on Austin Powers. Because mm. you see how they're more cylindrical-like. Yeah. And this one is they're more like a, like a hockey puck. They're more like out. a hockey puck. So I, I see what you're saying. I was more interested in uh, where can I get one of those little blue, blue balls of oh, ice? Those little magic marbles they drop in there? And it yeah, because yeah. you know, I could clearly use like, hey, I need some ice. Don't worry. I got one of these little blue pills that are come in the secret of the used cans. They're, they're great. Yeah. It's so like practically magic, but just wait. But just don't stand in any water. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Snipes stands in water. And That's kind them. of a theme there, right? It happens quite a bit. That, well, that that's kind of one of those other tropes that I see a lot of is if you stand in water and electrical electricity is around you, you're going to die. Like that's just one of those like somehow the myth of electricity falling in water will shock you is like in every movie of the 80s and 90s. John Spartan is standing in a pool of fuel. 
Mm-hmm. And then the, that gets lit up and it causes him to... The whole house explodes and burns. Stuff happens. Later on in the movie, they're at the museum where they have the old... Uh, they have the the preserved Los Angeles from around 2010. And the, the, the ground comes out from underneath them as well. Which then, while down there, they do the electrocuting. Mm-hmm, yep. With the little, what do you call that? The zap, the the billy club police baton, electrical <laughs> bathtub thing. And then towards the end. full of Taco Bell. Why'd you let me do that? <laughs> because we had to settle the franchise wars. <sighs> franchise and just for, the, for those of you listening, we did go to a. Taco Bell Pizza Hut. Taco Bell Pizza Hut. It was not planned, but it worked out that way. Yep. And then towards the end of the film. He gets frozen from the water that's underneath, but they use the little blue ball. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The magic blue ball. The magic blue ball that we're all trying to get a hold of. Because ice beats fire. I guess if that's the case. Yeah. All right, moving on. The sex helmets. What do you think of those? And do you think we're progressing towards them? <clears throat> do you mean the... Uh, or they already existed, maybe. I just don't know about them the yet. The Oculus Rift helmets, the like VR gear? They look like uh, they're half of a RoboCop's helmet yeah. or something. I guess it's, it's, it seems like you just, like, put the helmet on and you could feel... It's, I don't know if they... They seem to be... You need two of them. And also, I don't know if the Pizza Hut version has this, but I'm pretty sure I saw some nudity in that little... Oh, yeah, no, it was there. It was there, right? Mm-hmm. But is it Sandra Bullock or is it Body Double? Oh, it's a Body Double. I mean, Sandra Bullock, don't get me wrong. She's... she's I'm sure she's very shapely underneath, but she doesn't seem very endowed. Mm, well, I remember watching that. Years and years ago when I was a teenager and I was like, oh, did you see that? I saw it. So this is back when, when there was VCRs and you were trying to stop it. But freeze then t- frame it? Freeze it. But when you do that, I don't know if your VCR did this, but it did the, the little lines where it kind of blurs it. Oh, you do it for too many times? Yeah, just kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. So you, you wrecked Demolition Man? My version of Demolition <laughs> The Taco Bell version. So and uh, Can I use the sex helmet by myself? Do I need someone else to put it on? I think if you... If you don't, then because there's the whole point is for the other person that we can see their their naked body and their images. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be like see the naked body. It seems to be kind of like simulating what it'd be like to have sex with someone with right? that person with the other person wearing the helmet. Yeah. So can I just like? So I wonder if in the, in the future you rape someone by putting the helmet. Yeah, on Yeah, I them. have so many questions about this helmet. Can I just put it on someone? And and like like you you walk around with your helmet on. You maybe you put a hat over it to kind yeah. of cover it, and then you you run up behind some girl. Can and I just been, like? Say like, oh, I'm I'm not gay, but I did try the helmet with another guy once. Is that mm. does that still count? Is that still crossing? You know, or is it to sword play there? Yeah, what? like is that is that still? I guess it'd be like, oh no, honey, I never cheated on you. <laughs> it was with a helmet. Yeah, but then there's no uh, fluid transfer as a. Yeah. Say it. Do you think there's like helmet glory holes? Like you can go to like this like rusty truck stop and there's like a helmet there. You just put on the helmet and see what happens. I see that we. Could- <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like maybe, or maybe the, the new horror houses, they just have a bunch of girls sitting there with their helmets already on and you just got to come up in your own little booth and you put it on. And you see, what, yeah, this would be like a whole Pornhub subgenre now, putting on the helmet and see what happens. See what happens. And then, uh, or maybe then if you do that, then you're in like a, in a full Bukkake scene in there with the, <laughs> the, yeah. the other guy. I don't know if that's what you want to hey do. Hey guys, but. let's network our helmets together. We can get, we can get 12 people in here. You know, minus the fluid transfer. Yeah, because... So I guess you can't get STDs from the helmet, which is nice. Um, I suppose just to can't get pregnant from the helmet. That was kind of well established. Oh, yeah, that, so, so it's the sex helmet. It's just it shares neural stimuli. Is that it? Yeah, uh, you're asking the wrong person. I was going <laughs> to ask you. 
how come he got a towel and she didn't? <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, she came and gave him a towel? She gave him a towel, I know. but she did not have a towel. So I was like, is he going to get all wet or what's going on? What's like, going to happen with the sex helmet? <laughs> Sorry, that, that sex helmet's a little leaky. It's the old model. So I don't, you know yeah, what? that's it, another good point. Like if I'm putting on a sex helmet and it's like, it's going to zap your naked body into my brain, um, things are good. I'm going to need a towel. Like, it's, I guess that's what that's for. Oh, because he's going to have... You need to keep your fluids to yourself. <laughs> keep your fluids like inside the car. Keep your fluids to yourself. Like, but she hey, was like, she's in a giant robe. She's like, yeah, I'm going to make a bunch of fluids You too. can kind of see your nipples in that you thing. You can see your nipples in that thing. I mean... But right. why did she need to change in the first place? Because I feel like that was kind of like something they're trying to build up to was the, I'm going to go step in something more comfortable. And she comes back with the robe in a box. Yeah. You know what I also remember... Which has about, happened to me once. I also remember about watching this movie back when I was younger is that if I was watching this movie... That part was really loud, the the moaning and mm, all that, mm-hmm. and it sounded like I was watching a porno, and I was like, "I think that's kind of the idea, right?" But you know, somebody else is not watching it with you. They're like, "Hey, what the hell are you well, watching over there?" Well, there's the rule that if you're watching a movie, someone will only walk in on you during a sex scene. <laughs> I guess it's just the universe how it works. I think I first saw Demolition Man on TV, and I don't. I think the sex scene was just flashes. I don't remember. I did not see any boobs. I would remember that. I remember seeing. Well, no, I remember seeing boobs, or at least maybe you know you're at that point where you're, I think I saw a boob. I wanted to see a boob. I saw a boob. Oh yeah. Depends on the, your brain uh, fills in the gaps for boobs. I guess that's a good progression from cone heads. You know when they had those little rings around there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least it, see, there was contact there because they put their hands together, right? They, mm-hmm. they did the little thing here. I wonder how much a sex helmet would cost. Is this something they just give you? Because I feel like if they're trying to prevent fluid transfer. How many credits? See, then how I would many be, credits? Then I would be pissed off on all the credits I used, but, you know, cursing up a storm. Or well, yeah, if they're like, oh, here's here's your sex helmet, it's 100 credits. I'd be like, now I'll just do it the old fashioned way. But did if they're they, like trying to prevent. What, is masturbation illegal in this world, in this future? I imagine it has to be. I mean, you're not transferring any fluids. Well, right. You still need to do the. Your, but so I mean, can you put the sex helmet on yourself and just go to town? I know we talked about it earlier, but I guess I it's, just need to know. Somebody I need out there to know has a answer that's fulfilling. It would be great to know. Send us a link to your sex helmet Kickstarter, <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'll be your first backer. Your GoFundMe or something. What is it? Yeah, GoFundMe. I'll, I'd I'd get a sex helmet. Or maybe you can come on the show here and tell us more about the sex helmet. We'll we'll have a just let me borrow the sex helmet. (laughs) (laughs) You come in on the show, but bring the sex helmet, (laughs) and we'll let you talk all you want about your sex helmet. You know what? I didn't write down all the stuff that was now illegal in this futuristic world. Everything, but I did remember catching salt and spicy food. Yep. And uh, they said abortion, but so is uh, unauthorized pregnancy. So yeah, which makes sense. I mean, like I like. I feel like one would get ahead of the other one. Alcohol's banned. Oh, yeah. Meat. Meat was banned. I don't even know what... what to, well, it's not like there's real meat in Taco Bell anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I feel, it, makes, it makes, makes sense to Taco Bell. I feel Bell like I had a rat burger. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take it back down underground <laughs> with the rat burger. Boy, was he psyched to see a burger and uh, he's like, yeah, hey, you want to you wanna slug of this? And the beer... Well, it's hard because like if you had a if like I feel like it, I feel like he went through a lot of emotions in that scene. So he ate a burger. And he's like, okay, I'm okay with eating cow. But then guy's like, oh, that's a rat. But he liked the way the burger tastes. He was very like, oh, this is so good, right? So obviously he's like, all right, I guess I eat rat now. Just, <laughs> which is fair. I mean, I'm like I respect you, 
I respect you, John Spartan, for that. Yeah, you know, had a couple beers. I mean, who hasn't had a couple beers and down to Ratburger? Uh, I may have. <laughs> Overseas somewhere? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no telling that I actually had beef. There was beef in there, and it was a... For some reason, they, they put a lot of spices in their burgers in overseas they like their yeah. stuff really spicy. if you go to a country that doesn't have exterminators and doesn't have a rat problem then you ate a rat burger and seeing as there was no cows in this desert country that i could see of or where would they have them oh okay yeah rat burger rat burger right either mm-hmm. that or camel maybe rat stir frying either way i can relate with john spartan <laughs> in that case what did you think of the car was that something that you were like ooh? oh yeah. the self-driving car no the the camaro what was it no it was the what kind of car was it? Clearly, we're not car guys. <laughs> no, it was cool. Like I think, I think that's also part of the the enhance your calm, John. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say that to everyone I know from now on. I, I like that and uh, be well. Be well. Be well, John. No, enhance your calm is the winner of that one. Yeah, enhance your calm. That's a. Can we talk about the future? <laughs> this like, whole like movies based at the future. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so easy to do. Okay, so anyways, the whole future felt like it was like kind of like uh, one of those like like a liberal view of the future. Like if all those hippies like, got their way, what the future would be like. Like their version of the uh, utopia. Yeah. Like, like a, non-contact high fives. Mm-hmm. Like the, whatever that, that little, which is cool. Cause I'm sure that's midair and then little circle thing. Well, it's always that one person that gives too many high fives. So I'm sure you would be like, you know what? Let's start doing non-contact. That, that was probably Rob Schneider's fault there. Rob Schneider ruined high fives. Rob Schneider also has a line that I thought was very interesting. Where he says, uh, we're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. <laughs> yeah. They definitely did not get that right about the future. That's or true. did they? I guess. There's two ways of looking at it, but that's a whole different discussion. I'm sure that, like, let's all be demolition men. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. I feel like that's going around already. Just blow it up. <laughs> Was that Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's too soon? Too soon. Too soon? Too all, right. Soon. all right. Wardrobe. I don't know, kind of oh, jumping all over yeah. the place, but... Go for it. Watching this again, it made me feel like everybody was dressed, they had those kimono-like things, but mm-hmm. I kept thinking that they looked like the masters from Essos and Game of Thrones. Oh, they kind of did. Well, cause they, have, they, they have that circular circular thing that's a kind of right here, waistline. I, I read somewhere that uh, Sandra Bullock's one that she had made out of like stones and like plastic wrap or something was falling off. So when you watch it again, she's like has her arms to the side because she's holding her dress on. I'm sure the costume designer was loving the fact that you're pointing that out. I'm just saying. You know, what do you think of all the the action on in this movie? Yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. I liked it. Everybody can kick ass. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that uh, it Sandra Bullock wasn't as like actioning because one of the complaints I heard online was the way that women were treated in the '90s movies, and this one in particular, because in order to save the day, he has to knock her out. Uh, but did, she did do some, she did, she did have a murder, death, kill under her belt. She did, but it's definitely like, it's the, being a badass is kind of a boy's game, right? Like, I suppose. Well, in this, in this, in this futuristic world. In this futuristic world. Nobody's a badass because everybody's all like a pacifist, I guess. Right? Oh yeah, I guess. Except for John Spartan. Stallone and Wesley Snipes. I say Wesley Snipes is a badass. And then too. he gets his little, little cronies, his Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. I don't know if I recognized anybody else in that in that crew. I they, didn't either. So I I understand that he requested for a couple of his guys to be thought out 
right? Mm-hmm. So where did these where did these girls come from? From like these music video girls, or were they already part of the underground that they knew how to be like they, they knew think, how to be side pieces to these guys? Like they got frozen with their posse. Yeah, <laughs> like, will you freeze my ladies with me? I'm gonna go under for a while. And you, I need my bitches and hoes whenever I'm rehabilitated and I know yeah. how to knit a sweater. There's just a there's just a tube somewhere in that facility full of like frozen background dancers that they could just thought whenever they need them. I know we covered this in Short Circuit, but another movie where Sandra Bullock, this character, keeps messing up old sayings. Yeah. Like she messed up, uh, you really licked his ass. Let's go blow this guy. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's you know, little... like, I wish she was talking about me, but that's not what she meant. Yeah, I think it's, this one is, it, this, this was kind of meant just to get laughs. Like, and the other one was kind of meant to like be character defining. But this one, I think, was just just in there to kind of make jokes happen. What did you think of the music of the time of the future? Do you think we're, we're trending towards uh, commercials being hit songs? Or are we kind of already there? I don't know. <laughs> I did kind of. I I thought that that was a good little gimmick to have like commercials be the oldies music. Armor hot dogs. dogs. My dog's better than. I'm trying your to think of like dog. what's a commercial like. What would they listen to in the future from now? That's one of our commercials. Nationwide is on your side. I don't know. We are farmers. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba, ba. I love that shit. That shit yeah, gets oh me going God. every time. Nostalgia. Right I'm, I'm going to go work out. I just heard my. my That's my jam. <laughs> yeah, okay. I could see jingles. The Jolly Green Giant at the Taco Bell or Pizza Hut, whatever version that you. Oh, yeah. You, whatever. Bell, it's Taco yeah. Bell. You can agree it's Taco Bell. We're going to Taco Bell because when we look back at it, their well, lips moved to well, Taco Bell. Well, Pizza Hut, yeah, and Pizza Hut was superimposed over it, right? I mean, it's a little obvious. But the, the trouble they went through, I guess. Yeah, because so. I guess they like, our audiences test well with Pizza Hut. Let's do Pizza Hut. So in the U.S., you can do Taco Bell, but overseas, you have to do Pizza Hut? Still. So, I mean, what if, does that overseas everywhere? Like in Mexico, is it still Pizza Hut? or? It, I think it was all yeah, international releases. They're like, oh, it's Mexico? No, we can do tacos down there. They like the tacos. That's, maybe, I think that's where they come from. <laughs> maybe Mexico was like, that That was the one they're like, okay, guys, like, they're already kind of pissed that we call that Mexican food. <laughs> maybe we should do something about this. But maybe they'll be happy that they won the franchise wars. So. I don't think it's they won the franchise wars <laughs> when it's Taco Bell. Like, I like how uh, all the futuristic skyline is just the um, uh, San Diego Convention Center. Yeah, was that, that's a Comic Con. Yeah, right? if you ever go to Comic Con, you've been to You're, the future of oh, San San Angeles. Angeles. Oh, nice! So I need to go to Comic Con to basically be a part of San Angeles. Demo- yeah, demolition. I man. was out driving around San Diego, and that there's like this big pyramid building where they go do stuff in a lot, and that's down there too. I like some of the things that they uh, like when they mentioned Schwarz- the Schwarzenegger Presidential Library. Yeah, that was before he ran for governor. <laughs> and then they say like what he was president and he's like ah, I don't want to know some of the things I read online said that he actually um, or like an extended scene which I haven't seen was that they said that Schwarzenegger became governor because of that and after he became well, in the movie sorry in the fictitious world he became governor and a few senators really liked him so they passed a law to make it so uh, nationalized citizens can become president so will you be living in the depths of the wasteland or Enhancing your calm at Taco Bell. Oh. I don't think you can enhance your calm at Taco Bell. I guess so. At least not for your colon, because like that's gonna it, it wrecks you. Rat burgers or Taco Bell? I mean, I feel like there's. I'll take the rat burgers because at least they have beer down there. Yeah, that's true. 
And they have some cool kick-ass cars. Yeah, I would definitely go down and eat a Rap versus going to Taco Bell. They do have a car down there. Well, not anymore, I guess. Cause oh, yeah, they blew it up. But then there's more safety. There is more safety. In San An- San Angeles. Nobody dies. They have that, that foam that... I like the foam. I thought the foam was kind of cool. Yeah, I think they're making helmets now for like yeah. cyclists to... Something pops up and something yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that. There's a... Oh, did you catch in the uh, beginning when they're talking in the freezing facility when they're getting ready to... They walk by and you could see Wesley Snipes in the background frozen in the goo. Oh, yeah, because he was a first one, as they mm-hmm. point that out later. Which I also might add, uh, the, the movie does a really good job of uh, with exposition by people explaining stuff. Yeah. What you're asking. What do you think of Edgar Friendly and his whole agenda? The whole, I don't... They free, want to follow the rules. Free will. I don't want Big Brother watching me. I don't want this fascist yeah. this and that. What do I, you... I feel like I would probably be an underground wastelander. I think he, I, I kind of feel like they were like more like the Morlocks, you know, the old like H.G. Wells, kind of the people living underneath the city. They weren't, because usually it, when they use those kind of underneath the city people, they're usually the ones running the city, but it didn't really feel like that. And they kind of all, they lived in the city and do they live in parts of old Los Angeles? Uh, that I'm not familiar with. Okay. Because remember there was like the old Los Angeles underneath the museum? That was just like a... Like part of because it's a big earthquake in 2010. The, the earthquake of 2010. 2010. I feel like we missed it. We survived it. <laughs> so if you're listening to this now, We're we are survivors of, of the, the big earthquake of 2010. 2010 and the 1996 riots that destroyed the world. Yeah, but apparently no so, air, aircraft was able to land because was, of the AAA. Was this type of future only in San Los Angeles, or was it the whole world? Yeah, it sounds like that guy runs. It feels like it's only Southern California. San Lo- yeah, everything else is, is is like destroyed. Is that all that's left? Is or maybe there's some other douchebags running the other places similarly. Some other hippies running there. Yeah. So when uh, Sandra Bullock finally decides to fight, you're towards the end of the film. How hard is it to become a cop in this future world? Well, I don't get because the cops don't do anything. Then Benjamin Brett was like, "Hey, don't you want something to happen?" And he's like, "No." What do the cops do? Like, why do they need so many? I think uh, Sandra Huxley said uh, they write tickets, and but they have machines that do that. Maybe to make sure they take the machine, the paper from the machine. I don't know because you can't even do graffiti because that takes care of itself. Yeah, why do you need so many cops? That seems like a huge waste of taxpayer money. Maybe that's because they were already there. Like that's all of them. That's all the cops. They were, yeah, that's still too many cops. But even the cops were kind of like these big guys. I understand, like, were they working out because... Oh, I did like how they used the... How the cops used uh, the YouTube videos to arrest Wesley Snipes when they first saw him. This is like YouTube training uh, tutorial videos. <laughs> Use a firm voice and... And what is it? Ask the... Yeah. And add or else. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know, that's... I think they got that right because now we learn everything through YouTube Yeah, videos. I watch everything on YouTube. Like, hey, how do I tie my shoes? I'm sure there's a video of it. There is several videos. And if not, you should make it. Make millions of hits. Like, I wish I could watch a video of someone taking something out of a box. And you know what? There's tons of those videos. There are tons of those videos. Unboxing videos. I've watched tons of those videos. So, I mean, I guess sometimes I, you watch them, you want to make sure that whatever you bought on eBay, everything's in there. That's true. So I'd be like, oh, hey, I'm missing that. I'm missing that manual. Mm. It's also kind of nice to know like what I need to buy if you buy something. Yeah, because as you go home, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I need fucking batteries. I need an adapter. 
to get the R7 mount to fit the R1818 mount. Yeah, now I'm never going to get my sex helmet to work. <laughs> There's only two seashells in this box. <laughs> I thought it was buy two, get one free. And, oh. and I didn't get the lavender ones either. So, sex helmets, definitely. Anybody else can shed some more light yeah. on sex Where are we at? I mean, the closest thing I can think of right now is those... Uh, those virtual reality goggles. That's why, yeah, the, the the Oculus Rift and like the Sony VR gear. That is, which by the way, I've bought in the the, the five dollar boxes where you can win the Sony VR gear at Taco Bell, and I've yet to win. Winner every fifteen. You can minutes. buy sex helmets at Taco Bell. You can win sex oh. helmets at Taco Bell, but I haven't won them. They say a winner every fifteen minutes. I don't know where these winners are. Yeah, if you're a winner and you're listening to this, let us know how the sex helmet. Was working out for Does you. the sex helmet make you just good at sex? Because if I put it on, it's just like, oh, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I, I think it makes you awesome in it in that world. Mm, okay. If that makes that does make sense. Makes a lot of sense yeah. if you think about it. To take it off, you're on your own. Okay. I think we started talking about Huxley and her uh, fighting moves, and and uh, John Spartan asked, "Where'd you learn those moves?" And she said, uh, "Jackie Chan movies." Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, I don't know if you have this in your notes over there. Jackie Chan was originally cast to play well uh, he was uh, asked to play the villain asked to play the villain which I, I he didn't want to do it because uh, I guess in traditional Chinese movies it's bad to have a hero play a villain character it would kind of like taint him as a hero character so he always has to stay a hero I, character I'd be more worried about not understanding anything that he said can you imagine all the dialogue that was given to Wesley Snipes given to Jackie Chan I think Jackie Chan would be awesome in this movie, though. Oh, there was one little thing in the movie that I really liked, but it's like the littlest thing. So there's a scene where Professor Stallone gets in the car and says, I'll drive, and kicks Sandra Bullock out of the front, sits in the car. But he grabs one of the, like, these, like, rod things that closes the door and, like, just kind of rips the door down. Like, he's not using the door properly. And then when Sandra Bullock gets in the front, she closes it properly. And then at the end of the movie, there's another scene where Wesley Snipes jumps in a car for the chase, and he right. closes it the same way Sylvester Stallone did. So I thought that was kind of a cool way to kind of like had those two characters do. How did, how did she close it? There's like a little handle that she just like reaches up, closes it, and pulls it down. Oh, they grab it from the actual like the that's the, like hydraulic arm thing that like opened that like the rod deal, and that's how both Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone close the door. But Sandra Bullock does it differently. Mrs. Lena Lena Huxley. Yeah, Lena Huxley, which is good. I think good business, right, for the two actors to do it that way. Something I liked. Yeah. And there's uh, no real kiss until the very end, right? Which is like, once again, you're like, kind of like like a trope movie kiss. Yeah, the kind of uh, Casablanca kind of... Yeah. You know, was it it's the guy sweeping the girl off the feet kiss. Yeah, finally some fluid transfer. I mean, I feel like it's the beginning <laughs> of more fluid transfer to come. Oh yeah, it's going to be all the fluids that can transfer. And uh, what do you think about uh, Wesley Snipes' death? I feel like they kind of got lazy there. Why was he so bloody? No, so they no. chopped off his head and blood squirted out. And then it, when it shattered, it was frozen blood. No, there wasn't at all. I didn't see any blood. I saw blood. Mm. I well, looked, they give him the, what is it? Is it the T2000, T1000? Which, which one is it? They gave him that kind of death. Is oh, it, the T1000. Well, he didn't, the T1000 didn't actually die. With the, also, the Vista line where he shot him. The and then he broke he into him. Yeah, he okay, still so came back together. Death, but yeah. He killed him because they dropped him in the molten iron. From the uh, iron. Yeah, with the, with the, got it. So what did you think of that death for him? That was good. Mm. I mean, what else are you really going to do for a death? For I guess you can't really shoot him because you've been missing him the whole movie. And yeah, so... Back and forth, they've been missing each other. Another thing about this future, they seem pretty... 
good at like having everything perfect. But why would you store bullets next to the guns in the museum? Well, because it's convenient for the movie. But other than that, yeah. yes, you're right. Like if if it's a museum, you don't really need the bullets there. I get I get going to a museum to look at guns. I get that. People are like, oh, look at this gun, look at that gun. But who goes to a museum to be like, look at that bullet, look at that bullet. Oh, look, are those shotgun shells? Oh yeah, look at those shotgun shells. At, who does that? At best, you need maybe one or two to show maybe like, oh, like this, a casing. This one. Like that'd be cool. Like this is a buckshot. This is a you know right? slug. I don't know. You know different types like. Doesn't gunpowder go bad after a while? No. Last for a long time. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. If I could like. I don't know. I don't know. I think it lasts a while. Okay, but like... Because it's only 2046 when we pick up. Right, okay. So it's like 50 years in the future? I think they're still good. I hope they are. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, it's, it's, it's they not, would still do something. It's not bread, so... Yeah. But mm. it, But why would? They, why are they in the museum? Are they in the gift shop? Is that what... <laughs> <laughs> Where did he find them? Uh, you know? Yeah. I guess at this point, they're not really worried about anybody getting them, too. So what's the, what's the harm? Yeah, but... Uh, still, but it is unexploded ordinance, I guess, maybe. Right. And I feel like there'd be like some kind of. How did he fire off the cannon? Did, are you, so I guess I see what you're saying there. Like there was a cannon, a loaded old... cannon in a museum with kids running around. Kids are idiots. Kids will pick up a bullet, put it in their mouth, trip over, and blow their heads off. So why why is this happening? <laughs> and I'm sure quite sure that's how it works. But so because so, they have everything figured out, they, you can't have graffiti. Cars drive themselves. So that means there's nobody in the bathrooms writing for a good time. Call so and so. I'm sure they can find a way. Put your sex helmet on. Yep, there was a, a missed that wrong number where that chick was naked. Oh yeah, yeah. That was this that was I don't I still don't understand why that scene was there, but I think I understand why I was there. I'm pretty sure it was just to show a naked chick. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think it was like the first Skype, like, hey, this is the future. So I think they got that right. They got Skype right. Skype or whatever they it was. And iPads. Or, or cam videos or cam girls, whatever. iPads in the future. That were cool. Yeah, those little have you seen those iPad robots? you put the iPad on a stick and it like moves around. Yeah. That's pretty much what the whole conference session, uh, the whole conference scene was made up of. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What else do you take away from this movie? Future is going to be boring. At least it was a good, like, because I feel like all movies nowadays that come out about the future, it's always like surviving like a, some kind of Holocaust. But this movie was like a, almost like a positive spin on the future. Right? Is it? Uh, not Well, not positive, I, but it, I liked how they. Neutral, very, very neutral spin of the future. I like how it portrayed a, a version of the future where not everything can be all nice and with the, an idealistic world that people want to live in. Because that feels like they show like, hey, that kind of sucks. Well, I think it shows the extreme of trying to make the world a perfect place. Like what that is. When you make take everything it. a safe space. Like, hey, you're a joy, joy person that you need. To, I know I'm like butchering it. But. Will you enhance your call, please? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Enhance your call. Be well. But I am totally going to store Enhance Your Calm and use it all the time. Whenever someone's being being like a dick to me, I'll just be like, excuse me, sir, you need to enhance your calm. <laughs> <laughs> Things you like to add, John. I really enjoyed a lot of the um, the the future slang they use a lot of, like boggle. Oh, boggle or something? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool future slang, I thought. I liked how Sandra Bullock's office was all set up with 90s movies posters like Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. And was there, did she spend all that stuff on her house too? All her credits to decorate she must have, but It was all contraband, right? It's all illegal stuff. She's not supposed to have it. Yeah. Go figure that a cop would have it, huh? And, and the other cops saw them like, oh, it's just another cop. We'll we protect <laughs> our own. Yeah. You know, something about the blue line. Mm-hmm. 
it's alive and well in the future. Yeah. So would I guess we asked this question earlier, but would you want to live in this world? Well, who could I? Would I have to be above ground or below ground? I think you have to be above. I think uh, down, below ground is much, much fun as it sounds, and all the other stuff we're used to. It's basically poverty stricken, and you're yeah. always running. You're starving. This is the whole point of why. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The, you're they're they're doing the they did the food run on, on Taco Bell slash Pizza Hut. They're not rebelling because, or they're not going up there. Because hey, fuck you! Let's go fuck this shit up. They're going up there because they need to, they need to eat. They need to, it looks like there were shrimp in those. Things. I don't know. They look like shrimp to me, or the, that orange triangle candy that's popular around Halloween. That's what that's what the the containers of food look like. On the version, the U.S. version, because remember they looked at the can and the version I saw, the international version, it did say Pizza Hut. They also superimposed it on that. Did it say Taco Bell on the one you saw? Yeah. Oh, they are good. I mean, they have to. I mean. Somebody got paid to put that over all that. Mm-hmm. Probably not very much. So they had little mini pizzas in there, like little. <laughs> I just add water. What, and what, make what, future pizzas. So, did this movie have any lasting impact on you when you first watched it? Um, not that much. I mean, I, I guess it it feels like a '90s action movie, but it doesn't feel like one of like the bread box '90s action movies, like like Terminator or Die Hard. But I definitely had a better time than I thought. Rewatching it. Yeah, this is uh, one I can always come back to. And uh, also, sometimes I feel like uh, talking about it is better. Not so much better, but you can always, if someone else has seen it and you've seen it, you're more than likely to talk about the three seashells. And and the sex helmets. And the sex helmets, which I don't And now it. Pizza Hut Taco Bell, because that just drove me up the wall crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, the I, I found out about this whole Pizza Hut Taco Bell by turning on the, the closed caption or the subtitles. Oh, really? That's how I found out about it. Did because, it was the subtitles different than the... Than what they were saying. So they would say Taco Bell, but the subtitles would say Pizza Hut. <coughs> that is so weird. And as I watched the whole movie, and every time they mentioned Taco Bell, it would say Pizza Hut in the subtitles. Every time? Every single time. That's crazy. And I just could not figure out why. I was like... Because, you know, sometimes in the subtitle, they do change things around, but there's a reason for it. They, it makes sense. Or, yeah, trying to, yeah. You know, because I know sometimes they're made for someone who is not actually, can actually listen to it. Well, usually, a lot of times, sometimes when they do the subtitle, especially for TV shows, they're written from the script. So they sometimes it's the line in the script, not what the actor says. Because the actor kind of ad-libs it slightly. Just kind of modifies it a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's how I found out about it. Um... Lasting effect on on me. I don't know. I talk about it a lot. It's a good movie. It's a good fun movie. Mm, I, I like how it shows the the future in a positive light, but it's actually not. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it, it does. I feel like it is kind of making fun of like the liberal idea. Like it's kind of saying like this is what it this is what it is to be like super perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. But every now and then you're going to need a Wesley Snipes character or a special Stallone character to mess things up. Some good old-fashioned police work. Some good old-fashioned police work. And him and his one of those hunches that he had. So I have a question for you. All right. If you were to remake this movie, what would be your big changes to make it more modernized? Never mind remake. I'm glad you asked me that because I do have something to bring up. And it is a sequel. And I think it's already in the making. And it's already this movie has already planted a seed in it. And it's John Spartan's daughter. 
Is it really? She brought up twice. Once when uh, he find, wants to find out what happened to his wife and he finds out that she was killed in the big one, the mm-hmm. big earthquake. Earthquake. And she was about to mention her daughter when the chief or the warden or whatever interrupts Huxley. Second instance is when they're in the car. He's like, hey, it would be a misuse of police powers or police procedures, whatever she may have said. But I can look her up. And he's like, no, no, I wouldn't be able to connect with her. So I think somewhere there, there's a sequel. Uh, what do you want to call it? Demolition Woman? Daughter of Demolition Man? I don't know. Whatever. But I think it's Probably there. Demolition Woman is what it would be called. Yeah. And since a lot of remakes are getting towards something different. Kind like, of like, like a fresh, you want like a big, like a reboot. Like an offshoot, but still kind of related to the main. Related to the, but still able to. But it to, can't be. It's like, own story. It has to be a unique retelling because the 1996 future with the death and destruction didn't quite happen like predicted in the movie. Right. But this movie takes place in 1996, right? Yeah. He has a daughter. We don't know how old she is. But presumably she's still alive. Okay. In twenty, what is it? Whatever, right? So maybe she's she still has a whole bunch of time to kick ass from nineteen ninety six all the way up to twenty ten. So she could still maybe be demolition woman. Demolition woman. I don't know. Listen, the story's there. <laughs> I don't have to write it right this second. I think you have to write it right now. Um, would she use sex helmets in this movie? But also, in this in this movie, at the end of it, the world is changing. It's going back to its old ways. So maybe there is room for a demolition woman. Ah, uh, okay. So let's make this movie. We need. We should call Taco Bell to get some funding, or Pizza Hut, or Pizza, whichever. Well, they're both now. So well, they well, they were both then because Pizza Hut was bought by Pepsi. Pepsi. In but I'm a I'm a, I'm a Coke guy, and the drink, not the other stuff. <laughs> I don't want to make enough. I, I don't make enough. I don't make enough money to do the the, the other habit. Ah. Uh, I thought drugs were for all low lives, but I mean, yeah, they're the city dwellers. The basement. Uh. So that's, what I'm, that's all I'm saying. Demolition Woman. It's in the works. You heard it here first. So you'd be you'd be down to remake Demolition Man as it's Demolition not, Woman. It's not. A, I feel it's almost not a remake. It's its own story. It's an offshoot, right? It's a, you know. It's a, it's, is she frozen? No, I think she's still around at this time. But remember, the world is changing, so there's going to be a need for her. He's too old. He's on his way out. This is where she comes in. Okay. Well, how old would she be? You're pretty old, huh? Yeah, she'd be like 50-something. 50 or 50 she'd have to be frozen. I don't know. Or, or let's say she was born in 96. Well, because well, you're frozen if you commit like a serious crime, right? So maybe she like tried to break him out of cryogenic frozen no, space? No, no. Let's say she was born in 96. Okay. How old does that make her in 20... What, what year are we in? 20, 16, she's 20, 20. 2032. 2032? She'd be 40. Yeah, fine. No. Modern movie audiences wouldn't see some 40-year-old kick-ass. Hey, hey, we don't want to get sued here. We have to cast whoever... <laughs> it could be Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock can be the mentor like like Sylvester Stallone had in the, the pilot. I think the pilot was like, more of a Sandra Bullock's mentor than Sylvester Stallone's mentor. I think it was both of theirs. I think, no, I think he was just point. friends. Like They just kind of knew each other. Oh, yeah. I forgot to whole mention that. A whole when, a, when they were both insulting each other, I think she says, uh, this, this is how insecure... Heterosexual males bond. Mm-hmm. How'd that make you feel when you heard that? I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> now I was like, yeah, yeah, that's how we talk to each other. Like, aw, she's kind of ragged on us right there. Well, I mean, she's right. That but is- I'm secure now. <laughs> so now I break people's balls <laughs> so at I'm, a secure place. I was like, I didn't realize I was insecure. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can admit this, Sandra Bullock. Thanks for your thanks for your help. See, movies teaching us things every day. Mm-hmm. So, there it is. I think there's a sequel. Okay. Its own story. So what that she's forty. Down. Or maybe she's like Sarah Connor or something. I don't know. Because where is short circuit and all this? <laughs> How, how, do we, how do we how do we tie all these storylines together? I'm sure there's a way. All of our movies you watch storylines? I'm sure there is a way. Anything else to add? Nope. Right. But I think that does it for, for us here on Raised on Movies. Demolition Man. Demolition Man. If you have any questions, we're on Twitter at Raised on Movies. Instagram, Raised on Movies. Or you can join the discussion on our webpage at raisedonmovies.com yep alright and uh, we were not sponsored by Pepsi Taco Bell or Pizza Hut for this podcast and anyway we do not eat Taco Bell <laughs> don't do it we're actually ending this podcast because we have to go to the restroom oh god about to go demolition on it 